This is the Mark Stucheski Podcast. Kathy Guggenhauer, welcome to the show. Thank you, Mark. I'm so excited to be on here with you. I can't wait for the part where I get to ask you questions. (laughs) (laughs) And that wraps up our show today, folks. (laughs) Should I be worried? (laughs) Uh, uh, No, you should look forward to it. Okay. Just the way you said it. Very interesting. So before we get started, Kathy, why don't you tell us who is Kathy Guggenhauer and what do you do in the world? Well, I am a 64-year-old grandmother of six, mother of two, and I have three golden retrievers and a husband. And the three golden retrievers, my husband and I all live in a tiny house in the middle of a national forest. And I work from here also. That's that's pretty interesting. But what do you do? I mean, besides being a grandma and a <laughs> wife and a mother, what do you do? So I, um, I'm a business coach and trainer for virtual assistants. That means I work with a lot of professional women who have decided for whatever reason that they would like to work from home and have their own business. They're, they want to become independent contractors. Okay. So my first question for you is I've heard about virtual assistants for a long time and I've always heard, oh, they live over in the Philippines and that's where they are and they're on the opposite side of the world. But you're saying people here in the United States or North America, Canada, Mexico, whatever, they can say, look, I I have a family. I don't want to go to work at the corporate world anymore. I want to work from home. And you're saying this is a viable uh, income producing opportunity for people. It absolutely is. Yes. And Mark, you've hit on something really important, which is, yes, there are um, virtual assistants in third world countries. I don't train them. I only train women who and a few men. They're very lucky men, by the way, who (laughs) who are that's I say I say I train women and a few lucky men who are in first world countries and who can speak English because unfortunately I don't speak another language and I don't have my training edited or what is that translated? That's the word. So yes, uh, this is a very viable business. In fact, I have been supporting my family. I am the sole breadwinner in my family uh, since 2001. That's wow. That's, that's amazing. I did not know that, a virtual assistant can make that kind of money. And I'm sure there's different levels. So, I mean, yes. there are people who can do basic stuff and there's probably virtual assistants that can do spreadsheets and stuff like that. So talk to us about the different levels of virtual assistants. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the beginning level is a general admin and you can remain at that level if you want to. And you're going to earn between $15 an hour and $25 an hour. And you're pretty much capped at $25 an hour because the perception is that that's the most that business owners who use virtual assistants want to pay for a general admin. So when you want to earn more, then you need to specialize. And specializing has become very, very popular for, I'm sure, reasons, Mark, that you could share with the audience in why you would want to specialize. But you can make a whole lot more money when you specialize. For example, the average in the United States per hour is $45 per hour once you specialize. And it goes up from there because 
it depends on what you specialize in. If you specialize in keep, you know what keep is K E A P used to be infusion soft. Mm-hmm. Uh, you make yeah. 75 an hour on the average with that because that is not an easy system to use. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you can do Facebook ads and you know, I don't know if you've ever priced Facebook ad managers, but it is not cheap. That's about 1500 a month and up. You can do writing. You can specialize as a copywriter. And depending on how good you are at writing, you can make, you know, 50 bucks a blog blog post, or you can make a hundred dollars a blog post, or you can make 2000 per sales page and up depending on how good you are. So does that give you some ideas on what all you can do and how much money you can earn? Well, I, I, I'm thinking here, I, I know the listener is going, holy crap, is she serious right now? Because I did not know this. I did not know. I, you know, general admin, that's where I thought it stopped. But you're saying, let's say you live, breathe, eat, and dream spreadsheets. Yeah. That could be a specialization. Oh, yeah. I had literally... Kathy, I had literally no idea that you could make that kind of money. Listener, come on. You didn't know this either. You didn't know this either. And I wonder how many people listening to this conversation are going, man, I could stay home with my kids and not drive to work with that boss I hate and the ugly got off the wallpaper. (laughs) You're really brightening up a lot of people's lives and you're opening up their opportunities. Yeah, this is really a hidden secret. And the business owners who need virtual assistants, they know virtual assistants exist, but Mark, much like you, they don't realize that there are different levels. I mean, I thought you were really, really smart when you said, oh, are there different levels? Because there are indeed different levels. And in fact, my company is known and the name of my company is Virtual Expert Training. And my company is known for uh, graduating the top of the top, the best of the best, because it's not because my training's all that amazing. I mean, it is, but that's not, (laughs) that's not exactly why it starts with me. Uh, You know, Mark, let let me just give you a specific, a very good example. Do you remember when uh, somebody said, oh, you might want to interview Kathy Guggenauer on your podcast. And then you're like, yeah, I want to talk with her first to see if I want to interview her. And I had to go through a whole process just yes. to be able to be on your podcast. Well, that's because you really care. You want to get good people on your podcast. And I really care. And I want to get people, number one, that are already really professionals that come with that background, that work ethic, that integrity, uh, whether it's, you know, they've been a great mom and a CEO of their home, or they've been an engineer, or like me, I was a marketing manager, or they've been an executive assistant or an admin, whatever that level is, the level doesn't matter, but it matters that they have that work and work ethic and integrity. Because from there, I can help them learn how to do everything else. But I believe to make just amazing virtual experts that are at another level that are, that people are willing to pay for and excited to work with and that are proactive and problem solvers. um, I want them to already be at that professional level. Hey there, it's Mark. And I want to invite you to become a Mark Stuchowski insider and get the top five productivity tips for entrepreneurs. Absolutely free. It all happens over at mrproductivity.com. Now, I want to take a quick 
detour right now because cool. got to tell the story about you and the preview call because <laughs> this made my head swell so much. We had to reconstruct all the doors in our home. So you came through interview connections, correct? Yeah, interview valet. So tell us this interview valet. Okay, there's so many of them out there. Some of you guests, I, I love them all. So tell me or tell us the story because you made me. You made my day when you shared the story <laughs> with me. So I want I want the listener to hear it as well. Yeah. So and you know it really is. It, it equates to what I'm talking about here. I think people should be pickier about who they have on their podcast, who they bring into programs to make sure they're a good fit. But at the time, I was really new to podcasting. You know, I'd been interviewed on a few and I had a podcast on my own. But everybody else that I had talked with, they were like, yeah, we'd love to have you, period. No questions asked. With Mark, first of all, um, he's a guy. And I work with women. So I was like, well, he's a guy and he's wanting to talk to me beforehand. He wants to like check me out to make sure I'm good enough. I don't think I want to be on his podcast and interview valet who is really, really good at what they do. They have never steered me wrong yet. So I was really surprised, you know, and they came back and they're like, oh, no, 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 no. You, you will be lucky if you get on his podcast. We're lucky we've even been able to get you so that you can have this pre-interview with him. So you definitely want to take this pre-interview. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so I was quite honored to be pre-interviewed with you. And then of course I met you and went, oh, you're just like a brother from another mother. You're crazy like I am. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, excuse me while I call the contract to have my, my doors widen again. <laughs> I, just, I just, you know, I just, it makes me feel so good. It really and truly makes me feel so good that you had this doubt and then they said, go ahead and then the preview call. And you're like, oh my gosh, this guy's awesome because yeah. I love every one of my guests. I love every one of my listeners. And I just wanted you to share that because I thought it was a great story. And, you know, I, I don't know if I told you this, but I had already turned down other ones, um, that I didn't feel like were a good fit. And they did not come back and tell me those amazing things about those other people. So it's not just they'd say, Oh yeah, he's really good to everybody. They don't because they hadn't said that about the other ones I turned down. <laughs> well, I really appreciate that. So let's get back into virtual assistants. Um, you probably got a lot of people going, hmm. So two questions for you. I don't know which one you want to answer first. Okay. If we want to hire a virtual assistant, let's start with that one. I, I think yeah. the easiest. If someone's listening to this podcast and go, you know what? I need to hire a virtual assistant, but I have no idea. I mean, maybe they could pull out the phone book, but who uses phone books anymore? How do we hire not just any virtual assistant? How do we hire somebody that is going to serve us? Do you have interviews like we had the pre-interview yes. call for the podcast? Yes, that's exactly what you have. They typically call them a discovery call or a free consultation. So it's about a 30-minute call. And I actually teach the virtual experts that go through my program how to manage those calls so that... Um, it's really a conversation and you get curious about could, am I going to be a good fit for this business owner? Uh, can I provide the skills that they need? And then of course, do we get along? Can I understand what they're talking about? Do they understand what I'm talking about? So you have that free 30 minute conversation to identify if you're going to be a good match. 
And Mark, the mistake that a lot of business owners make is they go in and they, they ask the question right away, how much do you charge and what do you do? And I teach the virtual experts to say, I'd be happy to answer that. Uh, first, could we talk about your business and your goals so that I can make sure that what you need is what I can provide? So that's really what you want to share is, you know, what you're looking for, your goals, because a lot of times business owners, especially those who haven't worked with VAs before, they don't really know what a VA can do for them. Well, I did not know all a VA could do until this conversation. And it's interesting you talk about the mistake because the next question is going to ask you is what are some mistakes people make when they hire a VA? And apparently you already told us number one is you ask about the money. What are some of the other mistakes that people make when they're looking into a VA? So one of the misconceptions, uh, and I think, Mark, it's because we've all grown up in the employee-employer world. And that means either full-time or part-time, right? There's not anything in between. So it's either 40 hours a week or 20 hours a week. Well, a virtual assistant is an independent contractor, which means they're used on an as-needed basis. So somebody listening to this who's thinking, I have to pay a really good VA $45 per hour? Oh my gosh, that times 20 hours a week, that's a lot of money. No, that's not how it works as a as a virtual assistant, independent contractor, you're on an as-needed basis. And typically, I recommend anybody who is just now starting out hiring their first VA that they hire them for 10 hours a month, not 10 hours a week even, 10 hours a month to see how it goes. So $45 an hour, that's $450 a month. Or let's say you'd want to start with a general admin, $25 an hour, that's $250 a month which is incredibly reasonable. And then one other thing that um, is really good to know is that virtual assistants, they start their timer when they start work, uh, productive work. They stop the timer if they have to go to the bathroom or pick up the phone or if their sister drops by or their husband, like my husband yells down, where's my socks? So they get three times more work done in the same period of time as an employee does on the average. Yeah. Wow. Now, the first, I'll be honest with you. The first time I heard about VA, just like everyone else, it was Tim Ferriss, The 4-Hour Workweek. Yeah. And one of the things he suggests, now this book is, oh my goodness, it's years old. He now said when is, you first yeah. hire a VA, and I want to know your thoughts on this, um, they, he says, give them something simple to make sure they can follow simple instructions. Now, again, this book is what, 15, 20 years old? I mean, I, I have no idea. But is that still valid when you when you want to put a VA out for trial? Do you give them something simple to do? Or is that like no longer valid in today's marketplace? Yeah. So yes, give them something to do, but don't make it simple. Make it specific to what it is you want them to do. So for example, you've used spreadsheet a couple of times. And I have somebody on my team I have a, you know, my whole staff is virtual assistants. That's all I work with. Um, and I have somebody on my team who is probably the best spreadsheet creator there ever was in the history of the world. And I'm not exaggerating. She is like a genius with this wow. stuff. She charges 70 an hour and it's a steal for what she can do. So um, if you're thinking about hiring somebody to do something like that, then I highly recommend giving them a task to do. It should be something that's not going to take 
you know, more than an hour, but ask them to do something and ask everybody that you're interviewing to do the same thing. So write it out, copy and paste it into an email to each of the people you're interviewing and see how they do. Like, do they come back and ask you a bunch of questions? If they do, if all of them do, your instructions probably weren't very good. But if one of them doesn't and the other two do, then you know there's something going on with two of them or one of them. And that'll give you the ability to see, do they really know what they're doing in this area of specialization? Can they meet a deadline? Do they follow up? Can they communicate via email? Do they understand instructions? So that's what I recommend doing. And you shouldn't, you don't need to pay for that work. That should be a free little thing they do for you. Hey, I now have an affiliate program where you can earn up to 30% commission just for referring people to my paid program. To find out more, go to mrproductivity.com, scroll to the bottom of the page and click the link. Oh, okay. Thank you for clarifying that. Yeah. The other part of the question is, let's say someone listening to our conversation and they want to become a VA. You, you've wet their appetite. They're like, okay, um, Kathy, this sounds really good. I like to stay home with my kids or whatever. How can someone listening to the show, this great conversation with you, by the way, how can they become a VA? Um, so first of all, um, I would recommend that they go to a special page that I set up just for you and your listeners, Mark. <laughs> oh, that's so awesome. <laughs> so it's uh, virtualexperttraining.com forward slash ski, S-K-I. On there, there's going to be a couple of, there's two free things and one very inexpensive five-day training for $17. And I recommend, um, one of them is my YouTube channel. Watch some of the that, get some feel for what it's really like to be a VA. Think about signing up for one of the free training things or the $17 training because there you're going to begin to learn what it really takes to be a VA. And then if you're still interested, uh, there'll be an opportunity for you to schedule a free, what I call a breakthrough session with one of the graduates of my program to learn more about, you know, get any questions that you have answered. That's the best way because, um, again, I have an application process just like you do, Mark. And, <laughs> and um, not only do I want to make sure that the person coming in, first of all, they need to know, they need to see me because nobody here can see me. But Mark, do you want to describe what I'm wearing today? <laughs> well, you're wearing a very colorful, I, I don't know what to call it. It's not a hat. What would you call it? It's that? a headband. It's a feather. It's a feather on a headband. Headband. Okay. <laughs> it's like a boa okay. on my head. Very colorful. I mean, yeah, even though she is out in the middle of nowhere and I can't, the, the video is very grainy. You can't miss the color for boa <laughs> on her head. Yeah. And I'm, you know, I love to have fun. I'm crazy. I'm crazy. I'm being fairly calm here today, but I'm, I'm pretty crazy. So I want people to experience me to make sure that they can, you know, that they enjoy learning from me because if they don't enjoy learning from me, they're not going to want to take my program. So then they can opt out and go, not, you know, she's not a good fit for me. And then on the other hand, I want to make sure that um, I can help you grow at least three times faster and easier than without my help. Um, and, and that's why I have the application process. That's awesome. And by the way, she did say the, the slug there was ski, uh, because she's from up north and 
I, I want to tell you a story. My wife and I, we went to a restaurant here in Houston when we first got married way back in 2003. And back then there was like a wait list. You go give your name and you say, you know, this is the party of two. And we said, ski party of two. And she wrote down SKI. I saw her and we're just sitting there. And we heard sky party of two. <laughs> and I looked at my wife. I'm like, is that, is us? that us? I'm like, surely, surely they didn't write SKI. And I'm like, our schools are failing us. But I said, she goes, sky. I'm like, no, ski. But she's not alone. There's other people down here goes, oh, why do you, why do they call you sky? They don't call me Sky. They call me Ski. My name is not Mark Stucheski. Oh my goodness! <laughs> oh, that so, so if funny. you're from the South, the the slug she gave you is Sky. Okay, just so you get it right. Okay, <laughs> we don't want you to miss it. <laughs> that is hilarious. I did not know. I I never knew that. Believe me, I still shake my head every time someone called me Sky. I'm like, where did you go to school? I mean, you graduated from college. Sky is up in the up there. It's S K Y. Ski. Do you go to Colorado and sky down the slopes? I mean, come on. Uh, well, oh um, my goodness, you know, boy, this is a great episode. I wonder how many people are rolling their eyes. <laughs> well, you pronounced my name correctly, but you know how most people pronounce it, Goofy Hour. They take the GH and turn it into what? a PH. Yep. Goofy hour. And I kind of like it really. <laughs> yeah, it actually does fit you. It does fit you. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, I love your LinkedIn headline. Take your success to Royal Heights. I mean, that is really cool. So how long have you been doing this? So I started my virtual assistant business back in 2001 after quitting my 18-year corporate gig when my boss told me I laughed and smiled too much. I was 40 years old. I quit uh, a Fortune 500 company. <laughs> yeah, because I decided I didn't want to live like that. I, you know, I couldn't change who I, I didn't want to change who I was. Um, and so I started that in 2001. He told me I'd never make that much money anywhere again. And I doubled what I was earning there after three years as a VA. And um, I've just oh, gone wow. on. Yeah. Yeah. I say now I laugh all the way to the bank. Um, the training business, the training aspect of this, I started in 2008 and I've been doing the training and coaching portion of it full time since 2015. Well, in just a few minutes, you're going to give us that link again so that people can go find out more about you. But now we're going to do this fun thing called Mike Swap. And I, I was going to ask you, did you want to do it? And I didn't even get the whole question out. She goes, oh, yeah, I want to do it. And I'm like, okay, uh, should I be a little concerned about this? Um, but yeah, so she really, she's, she's And I'm she's dancing, dancing right now. Video, you can't folks. see me. I'm dancing. I'm so excited. Yeah. She's she's blurry. It's almost like she's I'm talking to her from Pluto. She is really <laughs> bad internet connection, but yes. the audio is coming through crystal clear. So, Kathy, you can ask me from one to three questions. Uh, you are the show, the host of the show. So go right ahead. So, Mark, my first question for you is, are you naturally bald or do you shave your head? Because it is gorgeous, shiny sexy bald i'm telling you you guys again i wish you could see him oh believe me my my listeners know what i look like i started <laughs> when i was old, when i was younger i was you know those uh ra not the razors the um, uh 
the shavers. And I would go from a setting of two to one to zero to double zero. And I had a, like just a very fine, uh, you know, hair on fuzz. my head. And I asked my wife, I said, what do you, th- yeah, fuzz. I said, what do you think? Should I try to go bald? And she goes, cause you got to get your wife's permission. Guys, you have to get your wife's permission unless you're already bald before you marry him. And she goes, yeah. So she shaved me for the first couple of times. Cause I never Ooh, know. I, I never shaved my head before, sexy. but the answer to your question is I do shave my head every single morning in the shower, every single morning. Um, my daughters used to use, like, I get the five o'clock shadow on my head around five o'clock and my daughters used to rub their hands on my head. Cause it's, they said, dad, it's like a Brillo pad. It feels so nice foliating or something like that. Um, so yes, I shave my head every morning in the shower. Well, thank you for sharing that. How, and th- this isn't going to count as a question, but how long does it take you to do that every morning? That sounds like a lot of work. Believe it or not, it takes me about the same length of time it takes my wife to wash her hair because she's got hair that goes down below her shoulders and oh, she's yeah. got really thick hair. And so it doesn't really take me that long. I mean, I lather my head and my face and I shave my face and I shave my head and it probably takes me about five minutes. I've been doing it since 2003. Oh, so. Um, I will tell you every once in a while I'll nick myself and that's not pleasant. Oh, no, that would hurt. But honestly, if it takes you five minutes, I mean, it, it might take you longer than that to style your hair. So that's awesome. So any guys listening, (laughs) go bald. It's easier and faster. And I think it's, you know, sexier. Sorry. Sorry, guys. With a lot of hair. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So next question, what made you decide to become a podcast host? I have to blame this on Gary Vaynerchuk. In the spring of 2017, I saw one of his videos saying, the future is voice and audio. He goes, y'all need to have a podcast. And I remember hearing that. And I said, huh, I listen to podcasts. Could I start a podcast? Now, I used to be a radio DJ back in the day in their lifetime. And so I went to this website called Google.com. Probably no one's ever heard of it. And I typed in, how do you become a podcast? And all of a sudden, I got like a billion hits. And I launched the podcast July 7th, 2017. And my goal in 2021 is to release a brand new episode every day. Uh, I started the streak technically on Christmas Day 2020. So I'm having fun because I'm meeting really awesome people like you. Oh, my gosh, Mark. I thought you were a crazy person. Now I know you are because a new podcast every day. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That's a lot of work. Okay, last question. But you know what? But you know what? I can get guests on the show who normally wouldn't be on my show because I say, yeah, I've released like 790 some odd episodes. They're like, whoa, sign me up. So it's a really good way to get big, good names on the show. Wow. Big names like me, you mean, right? Oh, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So my last question is, what silver linings can you it can be just one but if you have multiple that's cool too do you feel like you got from living through covid for the last year and a little bit covid allowed me to really come into my zone of greatness which is being an online trainer 
I was getting tired of going out and speaking. I'm still going to speak after COVID's over, okay? But now I can be really selective where I speak. I like the fact I can do live training from my home office and walk out and be with my wife. So the one of the uh, silver linings is less travel. I, it, it pushed me out of my comfort zone. One of my favorite quotes is by Steve Harvey, the, the host of uh, Family Feud. Oh, he yeah, says, you that. have got to get comfortable with being uncomfortable if you ever want to be successful. So COVID really helped me step out of my comfort zone. And I feel I have, I'm not mourning COVID. I think COVID was uh, uh, something that shook a lot of people up in a good way. I mean, if your name's Jeff Bezos, you doubled your net worth. I mean, there are people who are suffering, but there are a lot of people, not just Jeff Bezos, who are doing very well because a lot of things are all in line now. Who would have thought I was born in 1965? Who would have thought we'd be having a conversation? You could buy things online. And that's just the way it going. I hate going shopping. I love to go and buy a book and have it delivered to my doorstop because it, it people don't understand when you go to the store, it's not just the gas. It's the wear and tear in the vehicle. But more importantly, it's your time. You have to drive on the roads. Find a parking spot, walk into the store, look for the book in my case, and then you have to pay for the book. That's your time is worth something. That's why people hire VAs. Your time is worth something. Yeah, I could probably do a spreadsheet, but it'll probably take me five times as longer than investing the 70, 80, 90 dollars, have someone do it right the first time. And so I want people to understand your time is worth something. It's worth, it's worth something. So don't ever forget yeah. that. Yes. It's worth a lot. So thank you so much for allowing so me to my interview final question you. For you. Thank you for allowing me to interview you, Mark. Oh, that, absolutely. Was, that was so much fun. Nobody's ever done that before. Well, I try to be different. So my final question for you is, where can we go to find out more about you? Make sure you give us that link again. And remember, if you're in the South, it's Sky. The rest of the world, it's Ski. But what's that link again? <laughs> I'm going to tell you from now on, I'm, I'm not going to call you Mark. I'm just going to call you Sky. That's your new name. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and before I give you that link, I just want to mention um, that the virtual assistant industry had the same uh, wonderful thing happen uh, that your business did, which is it grew. It was a million dollar. I'm sorry. It was a billion dollar industry before COVID. And once COVID hit, it almost instantly became a trillion dollar industry and has continued to grow. So, um, because yeah, because, you know, all those people who were like, uh, Oh, I know I need to get online someday, but Oh, that's going to be a pain. Well, suddenly they had to, and virtual assistants were there who already knew how to do that. So if you want to learn more about becoming a virtual assistant or you want to hire a virtual assistant, go to virtualexperttraining.com forward slash ski. Or sky if you're in the south. <laughs> ski, sky, tomato, tomato. Yeah. Well, Kathy, this has been so much fun. I want to thank you so much for being on the show. It was a riot having you here. Thank you, Mark. I thoroughly enjoyed every minute of it. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Mark Stuchewski Podcast. I really hope it served you well today. Now head on over to my website, mrproductivity.com. Sign up to be a free Mark Stuchewski Insider. Get my top five productivity tips for entrepreneurs. Absolutely free. It's my gift to you. And until tomorrow, my friend, go be productive.